what I would much rather have people know about me than any of the outward stuff that I've done is who I've become because mm-hmm. I'm freaking obsessed with who I've become. And I think it's so easy. I used to really focus on the results people achieved and kind of sat there going, well, why isn't this happening for me? Or why does it seem like I know I meant for more, but I keep getting in my own way. And it literally one day, this was in 2016. I just got sick of my own shit and stopped. I decided like, I have to do something different if I'm going to become someone different. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, my guest is Lindsay Schwartz. She is a powerhouse, a powerhouse woman to be exact. She is the founder of Powerhouse Women Community, Powerhouse Women Podcast, and she is an absolute powerhouse in business, life, mindset, all of the things. Today, we talk all about trusting your intuition. We talk about confidence, doing the next big thing. I can't believe it's been three years since I've been on her podcast. She has spoken at my event. Her event is coming up this August. You guys are going to love today's episode, so please be sure to share it with someone who needs it. Y'all, I'm very excited about today's episode. One of my good girlfriends from forever ago, it feels like forever and a heartbeat ago. It's so fast and so long all at the same time. Lindsay Schwartz is joining us. She is the founder of Powerhouse Women. Lindsay, thanks for being here, lady. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited just to catch up with you and just talk about all the things I know we both love to talk about. All the things, all the things, high vibrational, all the things, you know, trusting yourself, confidence, mindset, community, like-minded humans, just all of the things that we both enjoy so much after all of these years. For those of you who don't know, um, before the podcast even came out, Lindsay's had her podcast forever in a heartbeat. And thank you for having me on that years ago. But the power of my first guest, actually. Shut up. You're kidding. You were. Yes. I don't know if you remember that way back when you were the first. Oh my God. That's like so crazy. I had no idea that I was the first one. I just feel like your podcast has been going on forever and it's so successful. And you have just literally like been crushing life in the last couple of years. And I love watching it from the sidelines, but you actually spoke at my very first event in Austin, however many years ago that was three and a half years ago, which is so crazy to think. Oh my gosh. Like, how do we look so young when we have known each other for so many years? I don't know how we just keep getting better looking. <laughs> well, mine is 100% Botox. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sunscreen right now. Exactly. I think you're just a lot younger than me, but no, I, uh, how old are you by the way? I'm 38. I'm only okay, one year not- behind you. Yeah. yeah you're so. like, yeah. A t- couple years behind me. Um, but yeah, no, Lindsay was at decided your turn event in Austin back in 2019. And you have just 
completely like even just the way you look i love it you know you've talked this is podcast gonna be all over the place you guys we're definitely going to talk about trusting your <laughs> intuition and confidence and all the things but Lindsay has a jack of all trades and she is just you've just changed so much within the last few years and you have like literally come into your own and i think that that goes into a lot of trusting your intuition and finding out like what is best for you so i would love for you know you kind of to give the audience if they don't know who you are that you should definitely know who Lindsay is. She is definitely like a powerhouse in this industry, speaking of powerhouse women, but you have kind of transformed so much within the last few years and you've really just become so your own and so your own brand. And I'd love for you to tell everyone kind of who you are and what it is that you do. Gosh, that is the coolest thing I could hear because what I would much rather have people know about me than any of the outward stuff that I've done is who I've become. Because I'm freaking obsessed with who I've become. And I think it's so easy. I used to really focus on the results people achieved and kind of sat there going, well, why isn't this happening for me? Or why does it seem like I know I'm meant for more, but I keep getting in my own way. And it literally one day, this was in 2016, I just got sick of my own shit and stopped. I decided like I have to do something different if I'm going to become someone different. And at that time, Uh, a book was the last thing that I really had any business doing, had no audience for it. I even like to share how I had this cute little blog that I would publish one article per year. (laughs) This was back in 2012. The branding was all pink and purple. It kind of made me want to puke. And it was called Love Lindsay. And it was this health and wellness blog that I was just too afraid to put myself out there. So my journey has been a lot (laughs) about how do you really level up? How do you find that part of you that knows you're meant for more, how you connect with her and really step into this higher self that's available for you. And for me, it's happened by saying yes to these things that are right outside my comfort zone that really forced me to look at where do I want to quit? Where do I get in my own way? Starting with the book, then going on to planning events and now having this global women's community, which is awesome. But The only thing that has kept all of that growing is by me waking up and never getting too comfortable with where I'm at, but really going in search of who is that next level version of me, because I need to go first. If I want to show other people how to do this, then I've got to be willing to say, what's that next version of me that's right there. I can feel her. I can sense like what that version of me is going to be like and be willing to look at the stuff that is getting in the way. Like what are the thoughts, the habits, what are the beliefs that cannot come with me where I'm going next? And I mean, it quite literally has, it's changed my outward appearance. Like I get to a point where I've grown so much. I just know that like even my style, my hair, my how I show up physically changes because I am just on this lifelong journey of evolution becoming who I know I'm meant to be and who God made me to be and making an impact along the way. So I don't even know if that's the answer to your question, but that's like the truth of it that, you know, if you look beneath the surface, yes, the outward things are so cool, but I am so obsessed with the person I'm becoming in the process because this version of me can go out and recreate any of it. If the business fell apart tomorrow, I know I could do it again. It's so funny. I was literally just recording a podcast for another woman before um, we started recording this one. And she asked me a question and she was talking about confidence and self-trust. And I said, yeah, the cool thing about it is, is like, you could take away the internet tomorrow. And I fucking know that I know that I know I would figure it out. I'm not telling you I wouldn't cry like halfway through it. Totally. 
right. you know, like a complete mess. But like, I know from the bottom of my core that I will always fucking figure it out. And to me, like that's confidence, that's self-trust. Totally. Yes. And I think I was always chasing confidence that I thought came from something outside of me where it didn't. That's, I guess that's the short answer. It didn't. It came from being willing to look at what was blocking it, where I was getting in the way, where I was choosing the easier path and therefore not building that trust in myself. And the undoing of all of that revealed this beautiful just trust and knowing that no matter what, I've got my own back. I'm willing to bet on myself and I'm okay, even if it doesn't succeed. Like I really am okay with who I am. Yeah. Totally. So if someone's listening to this and they were thinking back, like perhaps they're in the same spot that you were in 2016 or 2019 or whenever it was that you really decided to like make a lot of shifts. What was that intuition? What was that inner knowing? Like, what was that thing that you couldn't quit ignoring? Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I felt this like a thousand times. Like it's that thing that just keeps coming up, but how do you, like, if you're in the position where you've never trusted it that before, if you're in the position where you don't even really know what that is and you feel like you've ignored it for a thousand years, but you kind of know what we're talking about when we're listening to this, how did you decide to do something different in that time? Such a great question. So when I was in that season and I see and hear the same thing from the women who I can see are right there right now. You're probably saying things and feeling this sense of, I just know there's more. This can't be it. I just know there's more for me in my career, my relationships, my business, whatever that is. And I just had this restlessness. But I had to look at the fact that part of the reason I was restless is because I kept choosing comfort. I was operating at maybe 70% of my full potential on a good day. And that leap to finding what I was really capable of required me to go into places that I didn't know if I would be any good at those things. Like I said, writing the book, starting to do speaking and all these different things that I just felt. So how you know is like you just feel this energy around them. You feel this curiosity And then normally the very next thought in your mind is why you can't, why you're not good enough. Someone else is doing it already and they're better than you, but we have to learn to reframe that. And that's just all I started to do was realize that that feeling of resistance that shows up right on the other side of something that feels exciting, like the possibility feels exciting. I think about doing it. And the next thing that shows up is you're not enough. Who's going to listen to you that that's not the sign to stop. That's actually the sign that you're on the right path because it's literally your brain telling you, okay, hold on. You're about to grow and become uncomfortable. And we're just really not about that life. We would rather be comfortable. So just stop, just don't do that. And I started listening more to that voice. I always talk about it as like the, you can listen to the voice of faith or fear and fear is easier to hear because it shouts. It's really loud. You really can't deny it. You can't ignore it. But faith is more of a whisper. Faith is like when you get quiet, it's that part of you that's like, yeah, but what if? Or it's the part that instead of like fear will say, well, why you? Who's going to listen to you? Faith says, well, why not you? you? Why not you? That person could do it. And they've probably got some insecurities. Why not you? And I had to learn to start getting quiet, listening and choosing to listen more to that voice of faith than fear, because all of it was made up anyway. I didn't know what was going to happen. So was I going to choose to focus on the worst case scenario? I would be an epic failure. People would hate my guts. 
I don't know, like the world would burn down around me, right? We have this like over-dramatized version of the worst case scenario, but all of that is made up. So why aren't we making up a more empowering version of the story? Like what is the best thing that could happen? And I just had to start saying, well, maybe I could impact one person. I had no vision for what I, my life looks like today, five years later. I just had the vision, well, what if I could help one person? What if I just stepped into this little feeling that I think I'm meant to do this? I think this book thing sounds like a kind of a cool idea. And then I had to choose in those moments when I really wanted to quit. And there were several of them, like actual times where I tried to quit and go back to what was comfortable. I had to say, okay, like, what am I here to do? Impress people or make an impact? And it was always make an impact. And then I had to say, well, I already know what the other version of the story looks like. I've quit on things before. I have big ideas that I didn't follow through with. And that led me to the life I was living. Like I was already living my worst case scenario. What's on the other side of just stepping into this next thing that feels so scary right now and continuing to choose that option versus the one that had me go back to what felt comfortable, but it was like a comfortable discomfort. You know the feeling, right? It's like, You just know there's more for you. And then you choose to not do that thing. That is just as uncomfortable if you really think about it. It's actually worse. I think like it's actually worse, right? The feeling of like staying the same, staying stuck. You know, I'm sure you've heard that a thousand times with your clients. It's like that stuck feeling like you don't know how to get out of it. It's just like that, the same thing. Like what's your worst nightmare? Probably where you're at right now. It's just feeling like that stuckness, you know, something that you said that I think is bang on. It's like, people always ask me like, how do I tune in to like, listen to that small, still voice? How do you get quiet? Like, what do you do when you need to like block out all the shit and block out all the noise? You know, before we hit record, I was like, you live in the epicenter of all this. Like you're out in Scottsdale and California and all the places. How do you tune it out and tune in? It's been different. I think now in this season, I've actually learned to meditate. Any of you who have really active minds that are like, I can't meditate. I've figured out like a way that works for me. And I'm not even saying that my way would work for everyone else, but I've really learned to be better at meditation. Um, But in the beginning, you know what it was? Movement, being outside and moving. And now understanding what I understand about meditation and the body-mind connection, our bodies are a lot of the times where these fears are stored. And it's the body that remembers your fear from when you were not chosen on you know, the playground at recess for kickball. It's the body that remembers when you got rejected or when you failed. So then when you go to do the next thing, your body is like, uh-uh. like, remember how that felt last time? Let me remind you and produce the same chemicals and the same emotion so that you remember that didn't go so well the last time. So I think the thing for me with movement is it got my body out of the way. It gets my body doing something else. So going for a walk, going for a hike and just having space and time to think, I feel like that's when I get to connect to God. I get to connect to my own intuition and, and just for me, yes, it's quiet, but it's active and it gives my body something else to focus on so that it doesn't thwart the messages that really are trying to come through. So for me, that has worked really, really well. And then more recently, figuring out this whole meditation thing has been kind of cool, but it's a practice. Let me tell you, it's like a daily discipline. 
Yeah, that's totally cool. I love it. I walk daily. Like I don't think, I don't think I've missed a walk. You know, the pandemic happened. My husband and I, Nathan, and I, I know you've met him before, but um, we uh, went to Thailand the Christmas right before the pandemic. And I had, we would walked every single day and and we went to Singapore and Thailand and every single day we were walking and it was just like this great time and we connected. And so when we came home from that, we started to walk when we got home. Well, three months later, the pandemic happened. And so we started that daily walk. And I mean, sometimes during the, like the heat of the pandemic really here in Arkansas, it only lasted a hot minute, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it was pretty much over in a couple months, but we were walking every day. And for me, that was like the greatest thing that probably came out of the pandemic was those daily walks. And I've like, consistently done them today. So funny you talking about how the body holds on to that. One of my clients who's into the holistic wellness spot, and you may or may not know this, this is cool for the audience. I didn't know it either. You know, when a dog shakes, the reason why a dog shakes is to get the emotion out. They're physically shaking their emotion out. I had no idea. How cool is that? I always knew my dog was smarter than me. This makes right? sense. <laughs> That's exactly what we said. But yeah, the, the dog is physically shaking their emotion out. That's why they do it, which is so crazy because most of us hold on to our emotions and like push them down. And unless we're physically moving to get them out, to release that energy, we're stuffing them down. And that's usually what a, a lot of people do. Just a little side note that I thought was so funny. because That's so cool. Energy. Isn't that cool? Really, really cool. It makes sense. It makes complete sense. So we we need to do that as well. You know, one thing that you were talking about as well is the self-trust. And that's a huge part of the intuition piece, right? So you trusted yourself along this journey each step of the way, obviously from the book, and then the book turned into the community. And I've actually heard you talk a little bit about how your community started, but I'd love for you to kind of tell us how the book turned into the community, which is now this like worldwide phenomena of the powerhouse women community and all the things that you do. But but that trust that the book was able to then turn into this small gathering, which I was at one of the small gatherings, which have now become this massive thing that are now held year yearly. Talk a little bit about that. I think it's really helpful for people to learn that you knew the things, but you just had to keep taking that next step. Yes. Okay. I actually want to speak also to the trust piece that you yeah. are mentioning, because this is going to play into it. You build trust by making and keeping promises to yourself. 100%. I did not do that for 30 plus years of my life. So no wonder when I said, I'm going to start a podcast. This was six or seven years ago. Bought all the equipment. Didn't do it. It sat collecting dust in a drawer because I was too afraid to put myself out there. No wonder when I said, OK, I'm going to write this book. My brain, my body, everything about my physiology was like, yeah, that's funny. Just give her a day. She'll give up anytime now. So I got to these moments where I had to realize that everything in me was starting to shift patterns that had been with me my whole life. I had to keep choosing to say yes to that promise to start rewiring confidence, true confidence and trust for myself in my mind. If you are sitting on a pile of broken promises to yourself, that is why it feels so hard to actually commit and make the next thing come true. You have to start small. So my promises in the beginning were, I'm going to write for 15 minutes every day. I wasn't even focused on the big picture of finishing the book, although that was the end goal. I had no vision for events and everything that has ha happened afterward. It really had to start with building trust by making smaller promises and giving myself that win. 
I didn't realize that that's what I was doing at the time. Now, this is like a huge foundation of what I teach women because we wonder why we don't feel confident. Well, we, we probably keep promises to everyone else around us and then not ourselves. Every time you say you're going to go to the gym and you don't, you're going to you know, write that scary email and you don't, and you put it off till the next day. It's so subtle, but it starts to chip away at confidence. So I had to learn to build that back little by little by little. Eventually, finishing the book felt like the biggest accomplishment I'd ever had in my whole life because of what it took for me to do that. I never meant for it to turn into anything else until the day my book publisher said, you should have a book launch event. And at that time was really still still wrestling with this um, hesitation to have any attention put on me. I had a lot of insecurity around having it come across as like, oh, this is all about you. Who do you think you are? I was still working through a lot of that stuff. And so the idea of doing an event focused on me felt terrible. And I said, well, let's do an event all about you know the, the women that really inspired this book. And I don't know, I guess the book's called Powerhouse Woman. Let's call the event, uh, the event, the Powerhouse Women event. And had this half day event, never planning for that to turn into anything else. And this is what starts to happen. As you step into the next thing that you're feeling, like we talked about that little energy that's like, huh, well, that could be kind of fun. I actually had a lot of fun planning this event. It was a half day. Somehow we got a hundred women in the room, which was crazy. And that's a whole other story, but just like having the faith to put it out there and not knowing at all who would come. But then women started to say, well, when's the next one? And I remember being like, no, no, this was it. I have a whole other business. I was building a network marketing business at the time, but I just kept noticing when I felt that feeling of like, huh, well, that's, that sounds kind of fun. Maybe, maybe that could be cool to step in and and do that. And so we, we did another event and, you know, from there, it just really kind of grew until the point where actually the event you came to was year three. And I think that was the first time that I said like, oh, this is really a thing three years into something that I was still resisting and still kind of going like, I don't know why me really people want this. Um, and you know, because your event was incredible too. It's like, there's no shortage of people who need the message that you feel called to share. If you feel called to share it, if you feel called to write that book, do that podcast, whatever it is, that means somewhere out there in the world, there is someone who needs it and they need to hear it from you. So I just had to start to listen to that more and more and everything that we've created since, um, everything from, we have courses, masterminds, a podcast that all came from listening to the feedback we were getting from the few women. Cause it was only a few at first. And then it grew who said, well, I'm really resonating with this. Hey, do you have something else? Do you have this? Do you have a podcast? I'd love to listen to a podcast. Do you have a mastermind? I'd love to join a mastermind. And just really listening intently to what people were asking for. So it's been totally something I could have never predicted. I did not have, I could not see this version of my life when I was standing at the starting line. And I think that's really important to hear because I also was someone who really wanted certainty. Like I didn't want to take the first step until like someone show me that this is going to turn out okay. But I just had to trust it every step. And the more steps that you've taken, the more trust that you've built. Totally. Yes. And the more confidence, like I was saying, that's how I can sit here right now. And I I think the same would probably be true for you. It's why we can say, oh yeah, if this all shut down tomorrow, I would probably have a good cry, a glass of wine, maybe get a little mad, but eventually I'd be like, okay, what are we going to do about it? And I would know myself 
because I've built the confidence promise after promise after promise, I know I would build something else that would be just as great, probably better in its place. Yeah. It's like a muscle, right? The more that you use it, the stronger it becomes. Totally. Hey ladies, listen up. I wanted to let you know the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind is now open for enrollment. I've been doing this mastermind for over four years now and women are walking away more confident, more in their purpose, more in alignment to do the thing that they are absolutely put on this planet to do. You don't have to have a business, but if you do, I guarantee you'll walk away more confident to make those sales. If you need more confidence to live a life that you're absolutely obsessed with, you will walk away more in alignment than ever before. This mastermind includes one-on-one coaching with me. This is what sets it apart. My job is to make sure I hold you accountable to living a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And I know this mastermind is the thing to do it. Connect with me on Instagram at bchristina. Check the show notes, send me an email. Seats are filling up fast. One-on-one coaching is included in this four-month mastermind. I'd love to have you there and I can't wait. So right now your community has, you know, women from around the world. It's like where people come to connect. I mean, you your whole message is, you know, you're not meant to do this alone. Right now, you guys have your events. Tell us about the event because I, I mean, I've been, have I not been to two of them? I feel like I was at one at that small boutique hotel. That was, was that Carrie's event? event? Okay. Isn't it so funny? This is what happens when you have friends in the industry. I'm like, yeah, we've been at like uh, all a thousand events together, but it's like your event, Carrie's event, Aaron's event. You know, yeah, all of them. So, Everyone's a vet. Yeah, that's so fun. Everyone's. I know we have been. That's actually been so fun getting to be in the room as attendees. You know, there's just something really special about uh, no matter how far along in this growth journey you get, like going and sitting in in the space that your friends have created and knowing you're always going to get something out of it. I love that you do that. I love to do that because doesn't you, there's no point where I don't need that, where I don't need connection and community. And one of my favorite things that I get to do is create that for women. So ours is called the powerhouse women event. It's one day plus we've added on. And I think this is the first year that, that you attended was the first year we did the pajamas and Prosecco like kickoff party. And it's really just designed to help you get out of your own way and into action around the big things that, you know, you want to do, whether that's a business or in your career or you're just sitting there listening to this conversation going, yeah, I know I'm meant for more. And you talk about this all the time and I freaking love it that you can't just sit there and expect that the people who are going to support you in that journey are going to come and find you. It really takes for most of us, it takes putting ourselves in the room where those people are hanging out. So there's, there's really no excuse anymore. There's so many places, both online and in person to find your community, the people who are going to support you and champion your big ideas. So, um, this is one of my favorite, favorite ways to do that and get to create a space where for a lot of women, it's the first time stepping into a space like that. And I know you feel the same doing events. It's just the most magical thing to really get to create that container where, you know, they are going to expand. They're going to really meet that self that we've been talking about. The the one deep down that's like, you can do this. You were meant for great things. So it's an event just really designed to help you reconnect to that. Absolutely. So Lindsay's event is August 26th and 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And if you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, 
oh my gosh, that sounds amazing, but I couldn't do it because I don't know anyone. It's halfway across the country. It costs money. I'm away from my kids. I don't know anyone. I just want you to know that Lindsay and I both have been there. Like neither one of us have children. That's one thing that we don't. However, Lindsay and I have both gotten in those rooms where we didn't know anyone. We have both flown across the country without having someone there to meet us. We have both gotten into the room thinking, who in the hell am I to be in this seat? Who am I, who the hell am I to be a part of this group where, Lindsay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember one of the first things I went, I was like, well, everyone in that room knows what the fuck they're doing and I'm the only one who does it. <laughs> Right. Isn't it funny how we all think that about the other every single one <laughs> yet? Yeah. And we we really address that right away because that's one of the biggest barriers for a lot of people for even getting in the room. But then you get in the room and it's easy to maybe be in your head thinking you're the only one who has these fears. And one of the things that I'm always really committed to is like within the first 30 minutes, we start to break that down and you realize, oh my gosh, that person that I was just envying her outfit and how put together she looks, wait, she's crying because she doesn't know what she's doing either. Okay. Thank God. And you, when you, when you realize that there's the things that we make up in our head that are barriers to our own success are just bullshit. You know, it's, it's not to say that they're, they don't feel real, but you have to be more committed to your future and more committed to that it, discovering that feeling that you are meant for more, if you're not sure what it is, then you are committed to the fear. And that's what it takes to start moving through it. But we've all had to do it. And that first decision to make, it's like making the decision consistent with the future self that you want to be a year from now. The, as you start to do that, your life starts to change. A hundred percent. I completely agree. What do you think is one of the coolest decisions? You know, I always ask a final question and we're not quite there yet, but what do you think is one of the coolest decisions that you've made in the last like couple of years for your personal life and your professional life that kind of really pushed you outside of your comfort zone, but it has given you like such an amazing blessing or rush or whatever it is, because you have made some big strides in the last little while. I mean, on the outside looking in, it definitely looks like you've just evolved so much and it's so cool to watch and witness and get to see, you know, awesome people doing awesome things. But what are a couple of the things that you've done in the last couple of years that have just pushed yourself completely outside of your comfort zone, but have just made a massive impact? Okay. Well, this is the first one that comes to mind and it's no surprise because I'm talking to you, but the <laughs> mastermind that I joined where you and I met, Yeah. but most people, so Christina came and spoke at this mastermind and it was the very first weekend retreat of the experience. And what had happened leading up to that is it was at the time where I was, I was really sitting with this knowing that I had something great in this idea of powerhouse women. We had had two events. I had made maybe all of like $10,000, most of it not profit. Um, and I just knew, I can't explain it. I just knew that this really could be something. And I decided to invest a really uncomfortable amount. It was $15,000 more than my car cost at that time. Never invested that much in myself. And my business wasn't even making that much money. But a girlfriend had said, hey, do this mastermind with, with me. And something inside, like again, when you start to get quiet and listen for the cues, my intuition is so strong now. I was just starting to really, really connect with it at that point. But there was just a yes inside that I trusted. And I remember I didn't even know the person leading it. 
uh, like did not know him, got on one Zoom call and I was like, yep, here's my money. And I remember being like, that is the most impulsive thing I have ever done. But here's what I want to share about that. I was saying yes to myself. I was saying yes to the, the, again, when I talk about that future version of me, when I thought about who I wanted to be a year from now, I had to make decisions that that version of me would look back and say, that was the best investment you've ever made. If I made the decision that was comfortable for me at that time, it required me to have a super uncomfortable conversation with my husband and say, I want to invest this. Here's my plan. It really required me to say, do I really believe in myself this much? And then to walk into a room where I was absolutely certain everyone was way more successful than me turned out to be true, but that was the best. That was the best thing about the experience is I was surrounded by people who it was so normal for them to be having the kind of success I wanted. Now, what happened was when I walked in and one of the best things that came out of that weekend retreat was meeting you and the friendship we've been able to create. It really was. And I remember being so impacted by your confidence. And it started to play into this bigger takeaway from that weekend, which was number one, no one else had secrets that weren't available to me, right? No, it wasn't like we walked in and they shut the doors and they were like, okay, now that you're all here and you've paid this money, now we're going to tell you the secrets to success that no one else knows. No, everyone in that room was yes, earning more than me, doing more than me, and just as scared bumping up against the same resistance, but they were just doing it anyway. And so I learned and I really asked uncomfortable questions and I really started to put myself out there, even connecting with the speakers like you and just showing up in a different way for myself and my business. And at the end of that year, I actually didn't really connect or resonate that much with the the mastermind itself. I made some really amazing friends But at the end of that year, the shift in me was so undeniable that about 16 or so months after, you know, these opportunities just started to come, I started to literally see my income grow. And, and I, I would hear people share stories like this before. And I'd be like, this is such bullshit. I feel like you have this like part about your brain too, where I'm like, yeah, okay, that just sounds too good to be true. But what people didn't see is that that was the hardest year of my life. I dealt with some really deep personal struggles of just my identity was wrapped up in what other people thought of me. I went through like a friend breakup and actually literally getting kicked out of my own network marketing team that like people didn't see on the surface, but I was taking myself on so committed to becoming a different version of myself. And these are the stories that like anyone who's, who's really up-leveling fast They are not doing that by sitting around and being comfortable. I've just been like so committed to my own growth that I'm willing to sit in the stuff that feels so uncomfortable in the moment because I know my next breakthrough is on the other side of it. So that year, to answer your question, was the most transformational year of my entire life, meeting incredible people like you, investing in myself, and then just being so willing to sit in the lessons that were coming my way, which were meant to show me what couldn't come with me where I wanted to go next. And it changed everything. I think that that's so important, you guys, because what Lindsay just told you right there is that she did a lot of hard shit. And even though outside her life looked like everything was just roses and everything was just easy peasy. And she went from where she was at to where she's at 
where she is now. No, behind the scenes, she had to do a lot of fucking work. And guess what? Her transformation of how much success and growth that she's had over the last couple of years is because she was willing to do that shit. So thank you for sharing that. Cause I think it's so easy for people to always like, look at like social media and look at your life. And even, you know, it's even you and I like seeing one another, like, Oh my God, everything's great. Oh my God, everything's great. But right. Right. Like everyone's just, it's so easy to look and say, Oh, she's got it all figured out or it's so easy for her or whatever it is. And I, you know, I'm sure you do the same thing as well. Like I just try to be super transparent and tell people like, it's not that fucking easy, but my God, is it so worth it? Like it's so worth it to do the hard things and continuously do the hard things because it's, your life is now worth it. Like I have the fucking greatest life ever because I decided every day and I'm sure you feel the exact same way. Yeah. Yes. And it, you know, it starts with a decision to create that and to take responsibility for creating it. You can't, you can't actually change your life by giving power away to people and circumstances outside you. And that that's one of those truths that once you learn it, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. You you can't like I joke to my husband. I'm like, I kind of fantasize sometimes about going back to the season of my life where I like thought my problems were someone else's fault. And then I just got to be like really right about how much they were other people's fault. I'm like, damn it. If I'm not happy or if I'm not succeeding or if I'm not making progress like I want to, that is all on me. Like that's the only thing that gives me any power is to choose, and it really is a chosen context to look at what can I control in this moment right now, and then take action accordingly. The moment that I start to look outside myself for like, what's my excuse or the reason this can't happen, I'm just giving my power away and that does no one any good. So yeah, unfortunately, once you know that, so take that lightly, because once you decide to live your life that way, you can't go back to unknowing the fact that you are at cause, like you are causing anything that is happening in you and around you at any moment. And it's the great news and the terrible news of life. Oh my God. That's so freaking hilarious. I swear to God, I've told every woman in my mastermind that I'm like, I'm so sorry, because now that you know, you can't unknow. And it's like the worst, best thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But this is just the real honest truth. And it's something to ask yourself. And there's no right or wrong answer because no one said you have to have these huge, like monumental dreams. There's nothing wrong with wanting, you know, a life that just feels simple and easy and, and just beautiful in its simplicity. It's just one of those things that if you know inside that you have like this restlessness that's not being driven by competition or wanting to prove something to someone, like once you get to the point that you're like, yeah, I just wake up and I'm like, I just really want to fully live this thing called life. I don't even know what I'm going to create next, but I just know I want to keep creating in service to others. And I want to die knowing that I used everything available to me. So if you know that to be true, you've got to look around and start to pay attention to the people who are operating like that. Christina is like one of the best examples you could possibly have. And you need to start to look at like, how does that person think? Do they complain? How do they react when they have judgmental thoughts about themselves or others? Like, do they take on their problems as though they have control over part of it? Or are they giving away power to someone else? And the moment I started to really study, not compare myself in a negative way, but study the way successful people thought 
and especially successful people where I just loved their energy, like something about them. I just love their vibe. I love how I felt when I was around them or what I knew of the public version of them and just start to pay attention. How do they think? How do they operate? How can you start to transition your thoughts and behaviors to be more like that? And when you do that, your life literally changes and you look back and you're like, I don't even know how I got here, but wow, this is incredible. I want to do it again. Yeah. So cool. You know, I feel like I don't even need to ask you the final question because I feel like you kind of answered it, which was like, you know, what's the best decision you ever made? And like, you know, were you afraid to make it? And it sounds like to me, like we've already hit on that. I just want you to tell everyone um, where they can find you, how they can be a part of the community, how they can get tickets to Powerhouse, because I know that after everyone has listened to this conversation, they want to be in your energy because you are a person who is not only thriving in business, in life, just as a human being. And I know people want to be around that. Just like you said, you want to be around successful people and study them and you have that vibe. So first of all, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I loved, you know, even connecting for the 45 minutes that we have. I I loved it. I'm so grateful. Um, Let everyone know where they can find you, Lynn. Yeah. Well, what, what I can promise you is that I will always forever be in this journey of figuring it out with you. Perfect. And I don't know that I ever want to get to the point where I've got it figured out because that sounds boring. But um, okay, two places. I would love to connect with everyone. I have a podcast. So if you love this podcast, you would love Powerhouse Women. And like I said, go all the way back to the beginning. Christina was, I don't know that you're the first um, interview I aired, but you were the very first person I interviewed, which is so cool. And it just made me feel like so supported. So you can hear Christina. You can hear so many of the incredible episodes we've done. It's just all under powerhouse women. And then same thing on Instagram, it's powerhouse underscore women. And everything is linked there. All the places I'm not too, too hard to find. And just would really love to hear what resonated because, uh, this is the most fun thing we get to do. I feel like connecting with each other, getting to share this, hoping it impacts one person is one of my favorite things that I get to do in this thing called life. It is. It did. I know it impacted mine. So thank you, Lindsay. You guys, uh, all of the information for Lindsay is in the show notes. Please, please, please share this with someone who needs it. Tag Lindsay and I so we can connect with you. Thanks, girl. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.